0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a much belated new episode of Box Office Bootleg. I'm your co-host Robert, and I'm your co-host
1: Reggie. Happy 2020, y'all!
0: Happy 2020, and in addition to this year, just decided to be a speed run with all the events of the world, like every ecological disaster, every mm. celebrity death, birth, um, just any type of event that you could possibly imagine. Like we're only. We're only halfway through this month and it already feels like July. <laughs> yeah, um, it's,
1: yeah, there's some, so many stories it, to
0: fill, it, like the film news feeds. It, it, it is a mad rush. And in particular, uh, what we're going to focus on in this episode is just first impressions and first early odds with the Oscars itself, which this past Monday announced its nominations and inexplicably mm-hmm. is going to be having a ceremony February 9th not March 9th February 9th well, so even, Reg you, even, you were telling me about like just like why they're deciding to do this because I know like next year is going to be a little bit normal where I think it's going to be
1: February 22nd or something like that but I why do you think they're doing it so early I don't think they're going to like like I really do not think that, um, that they're going to like have uh, like it depends on how how the telecast goes for this because, because the fact that, um, the knockoff was a host again. Yeah. So, so this hostless. Even they were saying like because it was so early that they should have picked a host like November, right? To prep for this. But so.
0: I, but I think they were already. I think considering last year that everybody was essentially cool with it. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't mind it at all. The only weird thing is that um, at the Oscar party that I hosted last year, which you were kind yeah. enough to attend. I mean, in the first 20 minutes, we went through, like, six categories. Like, they were going they were going really, really fast with it. And it's and like... And then it slowed down.
1: It's it's like, like, somehow, they would trip over themselves. I mean, like, even if, the, you know, like, despite, you know, like, you know, all the winners, like, giving a speech, which is fair enough. But it's just that they try to pepper in, like, they pepper in montages. They sometimes try to do gags or... Little like little humor with the teleprompter, and sometimes jumps for the ducks fall Well, off the line. you know, um,
0: I, I don't think it was as much that. I think it was like what I noticed is that a lot of the live performances they gave a lot of breathing room to, which I yeah. will say worked to its benefit because one of the most talked of about moments was of course you know a star is born with just like the pure unadulterated tension between Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga where it's just like man y'all are just milking this in one take just like them just like but they already voted so you knew she was going to win and win it but which means that's how much real it's like they knew they were going to win they could have sold it they could Mm -hmm. have just sold out been like a little passive but no no, they're like, this is why the song run. So, yeah. I mean, the only shame is that, like, um, amongst the categories, and we'll do brief yeah. assessments well, of them, the but, thing. like, there's nothing quite as legitimately exciting about the best original song category as it was yeah. last year, and I don't think we're going to see that for years. I
1: think we would have been funny as fuck if, if Cats would have got nominated, because because, <laughs> like, because Adele already won, like, he got go, really won an Oscar. Tay-Tay Poor Tay Tay, she didn't she didn't get nominated. No, she did not. Taylor have, Swift has to pick another movie too. I write I have for.
0: still not seen the existential, delirious nightmare Dude. of it. Reggie, I feel like I have to see it in my house. No, I feel like I have
1: to see it. No, you gotta see Cats on the Big Screen. That movie is made to be seen on the big screen. <sighs> It's it's you gotta watch you gotta watch this this train wreck of a film in in all its glory you know on what? a gigantic as screen you cannot you can't just watch it at home you Is know it? what I'm
0: just gonna wait until um a cup about one Go or two to the months from now house. like and if
1: you have stuff you have you have the A list it's it's too late it's too late I Rich. will force uh, like I will I will pay for your tickets. If <laughs> uh,
0: I got I, I have to see it with the wife, though, I have to have her experience this with me. And she has consistently considered that a bit of a threat. You might,
1: you might have but, to go. You, you might have to forego that, man. Uh, it's like you might have to go yeah. solo. You know, what's funny is
0: that last week, uh, Lindsay Ellis uh, actually. Yeah. Uh, saw started, it on
1: Twitter. Yeah. saw it on Twitter, yeah. I was looking it up. It's sold. It was already sold out. But, if you go to the animal draft house in L.A., like it, it's like these so like every Thursday. I mean, every cat call screening is sold out. I, it's I like people really, want to get drunk and see the shitty movie.
0: I think they I think I saw somebody put a tweet where it's like this has to be amongst the most inebriated film screenings, <laughs> because I don't know. Anybody that went to, as they put it, I don't know anybody that's seen this film sober, Um, which I will say just like a fun little antidote about my time working at the movie theater. Um, Reggie, what movie do you think involved the most alcohol? Like I I worked a pretty wide span. I worked September 2006 roughly to April 2011. Mm
1: -hmm. So I would say Oogie Loves
0: you think Oogie Loves involved the most alcohol Reg there were maybe like four people per screening for I'll that movie I would get drunk and watch the shit out of Oogie Loves Reg, <laughs> but Reggie Oogie Loves sold so many tickets that even if you considered everybody that went to that movie drunk mm, would still be like ten a tenth uh, of the screening of a bigger movie so alright I'll tell you um sex in the city yeah hmm. that makes sense I sold because like the girls girls it, it went makes, to that movie in quartets makes, dude, it, they, it they came in bought like two wine little mini wine bottles each yeah. and just like they were they were ready to roll
1: I mean they were ready to roll what do you it's like like of course,
0: I mean i suggested i suggested to I suggested to her that we just need to, in the spirit of the wine moms and the wino millennials no. that for sure snuck in wine or a box of wine and their jackets or something like that, <laughs> but anywho, moving on to uh films that were actually um able to qualify for other awards and not just the oscars so um, what's your first take on it? Do you think that there were uh, notable omissions? Do you think that it's a good list? What, what's your first takeaway?
1: Um, I would say this list is okay. Like, there's something wrong with it. I've seen almost... I want to say... I haven't seen Ford versus Ferrari, Jojo Rabbit, Marriage Story, and Little Women. But the movies that I have seen, like, I thought it was a good category. I think Knives Out should have been, like, at least acknowledged or... Well, Knives Out or did... cut gems, like, for, like, just for, like, the crazy, you know, for what crazy... Well, Knives girl.
0: Out could be able to walk away with it as a surprise thing. Best Original Screenplay is going to be really interesting to observe. Just mm. for people's perspective, Best Original Screenplay, Knives Out... Yeah. Marriage Story, 1917, mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. It'd be
1: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Hmm. Like, the, that, a lot of people really dig like, Quentin Tarantino.
0: But usually in the screenplay categories mm-hmm. is usually when it seems like they at least try to throw a bone to a film. I mean, uh, like that's happened. Uh, that's happened in previous years. Yeah, where it, like,
1: has, it has happened in previous years, but I do not see. This I'm thinking that I do not see, you know, see like, you know, Parasite winning it because, you know, Faustle Quran wrote Roma and, for original screenplay. And mm. that didn't that didn't win. Yeah. Fucking Green Book won that.
0: Fucking the guy who's no, working was, like that. Mor- that
1: was bad ad- adaptation. Original went to. uh No,
0: no, no. Green Book.
1: um Wait a minute.
0: Green Book is adaptation. Fuck? No, no. Green Book wasn't an adaptation. It was just named after the Green. Oh Book. right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, Green Book won yeah. over. What the fuck? Green Book won over the. It, yeah, this yeah, just makes me angry about Green Book from yeah, last like, year. Like, it I won mean, like, over you, you, the favorite First Reformed, Roma, and Vice, but yeah. like First Reformed, fucking favorite.
1: Like the fuck. You see, on. I haven't seen First Reformed, but the favorite should have. Okay. Like, should have. But again. for
0: example, the
1: previous year, Get Out managing to win. Yeah, but the, but again, that was that was a that was a well made movie, and that was a really good script. Yeah. I'm just saying that once, a, a, like the only chance that uh, that. Like, the only movie that I could see it winning is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood mm-hmm. or Marriage Story. Yeah. Now, and what's interesting... Uh, because of uh, the screen, uh, like, the filmmaker, uh, Neil Blanc? No, is it Neil Blomkamp. No. God damn it. It's, uh, um... Noah Bumba. Thank you. Like, I don't, yeah, it's his initial's in yeah. v, So, it's, it's now, some reason. Now, here's the yeah. interesting thing to keep in perspective. Yeah. Um,
0: here's the past uh, winners, respectively um mm. green book last year did went on to win yeah uh get out mm-hmm. uh individual win manchester by the sea individual mm-hmm. win spotlight ended up winning birdman ended up winning yeah previous year her yeah getting it uh shango unchained yeah. quentin tarantino's one mm-hmm. uh midnight in paris and King's speech so really Really, it's like 50-50 where it's like, you know, um, I think that with, mm, I don't know, that's an interesting observation because it seems like even if it does, it kind of has to be helped out by the fact that it has to at least get something in another category. But then, I don't know, it's a crapshoot because look at something like Spotlight where Spotlight only won original (laughs)
1: screenplay. And, and best picture, yeah, like, those
0: are the only two Oscars a got. So,
1: like I said, typically, typically, it's usually like, th- like three, yeah. uh, like usually, like if it's the best, like at least the minimum is three for best picture because yeah. uh, Argo was like that because Argo won editing, uh, editing, screenplay, and picture.
0: Right. Right. Anywho, uh, yeah. so just moving so on nice to other like assess- moving on to other assessments. Are you feeling anything about Best Actor? You really need to see fucking uncut gyms. Yeah, I'm... but I mean, <sighs> what's weird is that like the two guys, um, the two nominees new that seemed to push people team. out was it, the two popes, because like two popes was able to sneak in with two acting nominations. Jonathan yeah. Price. Being but, nominated for best actor, yeah. and then um, Anthony, Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins for best supporting actor, but, but and everyone's, it's
1: like everyone's like raving about how good the two pups are, but um, uh, you know,
0: just a jaunty, you know, just a jaunty. What
1: are the nominees again?
0: Okay, for best actor, we ended up with Antonio Banderas, mm-hmm. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Uh, Adam Driver, Joaquin mm-hmm. Phoenix. Of course, and Jonathan Price being the sneaky one in
1: yeah it, that fifth category like it could have gone to anyone because um, could have gone to Adam, Adam Sandler Christian Bale like for the saga Wars, it went to that fifth place went to uh, that fifth spot went to Christian Bale for, yeah and I could have Ferrari
0: yeah and I could have I, I I mean the the movie that I'm most perturbed about not being represented is you know the Lighthouse
1: where it's like. Like I, I like too many voters thought that movie was too weird. It's too <laughs> weird for their taste. Fucking honestly, up. like honestly, like Florence Pugh, who's like nominated for Little Women. Um, if it wasn't for Lauren Dern, like because like I think everyone's like leaning towards Lauren Dern winning that category, mm-hmm. she would have like she would be like a leadership in Canada where she wants to the actor, but her best work was in was in the leading role. So like she went for the uh, Danish girl, but everyone loves her in, Loved Ex, her Machina. in Ex Machina, and yeah. I'm pretty sure people voted like, for her because for of Ex,
0: because of Ex Machina. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then like Midsummer, she was really good in it. It's yeah. like like the grief that she has to like the like the heartache and the grief that she has to express in that um, express in that movie was really good.
0: Yeah, yeah. So nah, she's she's on a, nah, yeah. she's on a. Trajectory. But I think
1: sure. I think she's either in the Marvel like she, she's either like in the Marvel movie or DC. She's movie.
0: gonna be Yelena um in Black Widow.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, who in the
0: comic books a, ends up being the second Black Widow. So, so you know. Yeah. Um, they're already trying to capture that uh trajectory, respectively. The person that I wish wasn't best actress, um, even though like at this point it seems like mm-hmm. it's gonna be a runaway with Renee Zellweger, yeah. Um is uh man Lupita I really was fucking. They, they really, I I know there's the trope,
1: and especially
0: yeah. from last year where it's like you know if if uh, what's her name was not going to win for Hereditary, mm. then for sure Lupita wasn't going to be able to get it this year. So yeah.
1: Um, but honestly, like Lupita Nyong'o, like she like like she should have been recognized for for that work. Yeah. And. Um, and, uh, like, who are who the nominees in that category? Okay. For Best
0: Actress is Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story. Okay. Um uh, Renan in Little Women as Joe. Shalice okay. uh, Theron as, you know, uh, Megan show. Kelly. And Renee Zellweger as Judy. And Cynthia Erivo um, as Harriet. Harriet
1: Tubman. See, so, yeah, I haven't seen Bombshell, so I don't know what to, like, I do not know about Charlie's favorite play. I just, scary. I've said, I've said this to people before and it's
0: just like my impression with something like Bombshell and it seems like the reviews are kind of like, you know, basically saying, yeah, kind of does it that way. It's like, I don't want like the, yeah, women can overcome adversity using like the women that have contributed the most to like, you know suppressing <laughs> like like it, it, these are the women that worked with you know a news network that were yeah. the most like is the me too movement going so far and it's like you know it's like I, ah. I know I almost want
1: like the it's, I mean, like, yeah, there's a way like to the, do
0: this type of story where like you can still make them pieces of shit, but still be able to attest to the fact of like the type of it's, environment it's too, that they went like,
1: through. Again, <clears throat> it's like the more nuanced you make it, the harder it is to. The harder it is to sell, like the, the the thing that you're going for. If you if the theme if the theme is you know is is about like the Me Too movement, you kind of have to make them like you kind of the have to good make the guys. Headlines. Except it's like, but all yeah. I'm saying is like some basic
0: basic act I mean, perspective, or just recognizing well, well, the, well, the pro, where it's like well, you, well, you well, can't well, just comb
1: over the fact where it's like these are the women that you know will. <laughs> See, that that's, I mean, like, again, you're going, this is, like, like I said, like, with the Me Too movement and, like, anything with women's issues, you're, you're, you're pretty much going on, a, you're pretty much entering a minefield. It's not as, it's not as, like, uh, the big short where these guys were assholes. Like, they knew what was going on, but yet. But I'm saying, it's interesting
0: not to make these
1: women the out script. as. Assholes, because they were. Yes, they but are. Like, 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 like yes, they did spread mis- I mean, like I said, yes, they did misinformation. Well, I wouldn't... Like, again, I wouldn't... Propaganda I wouldn't, machine propaganda. that has contributed yeah, to the more, current yes. hell world that we exist yeah, in. More, not so much misinformation, but more like propaganda. But... But... Misinformation, like, too. <laughs> but as he was saying. Yeah, but... but but, like, for this type of story, like, you're, uh, again, you need to be a little more nuanced. And it's, like, we are not at the point to have this kind of type of nuanced conversation with at least set figures. So... But there's a
0: difference between, like, not, uh, you know, needing nuance, at least, um, you know, at least, like, considering what the characters experience. Because, like, we're, we're talking about, like... Like the person at the center of this Roger Isles is like even a movie like (laughs) curling their mustache villainous kind of interpretation of Roger Isles Mm. would not do justice to how fucking vile and disgusting of a human being he was, you know. So so in that regard, it's almost one of those things where it's like the kind of shit he did. If you put it in a movie, people would be like, oh, this is just Hollywood, you know, mm. just like doing entertainment. And it's like, no, he was this disgusting and gross. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, But I mean, but anywho, just yeah, be, be, but, beyond that, though, I figured they had to. It, it seems more like a throwbone where it's like, you know, for all intents and purposes, it seems like the performances are spot on. I'm very yeah. sure at least the is unfortunate and eerily like Megan, so mm. credit to her for that. Yeah, it's just but, <laughs> re, you, you got to
1: call a spade a spade. So yeah move, move I mean, like, move I mean like, like I say, you can call it whatever it is. It's just it's, it's yeah. If, you're, if, you're gonna, if, if, if you if, if you're going if you're going to make a movie about Fox News, you got to talk about the cop. You you have to. You have to approach it. You have to approach it in a different angle because you throw in that whole Me Too movement. It's
0: well, You can't even do it in a sense where it's like, wow, the efforts these women did was able to do absolutely nothing to the culture. Of was, was able to do absolutely nothing.
1: <laughs> Nothing. It's and th- th- again it's again it was a juicy story. And- here's,
0: a, here's what I can say though, is that there's there's like a profound, almost comical darkness to that where it's mm. like like you're trying to do like, yeah, we stopped the bad guy and everything's worse. <laughs> It's 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 almost the same impression, and we'll use this to just like bounce Mm -hmm. off to something else. Yeah. It it was the thing that I almost kind of felt like with Moneyball. Moneyball was a really good film. Yeah. But at the end of the day, ultimately the thing that Moneyball is most known for, you know, like using um, you know, algorithms Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff for like scouting. Well, at the end of the day, it meant fuck all for the Oakland A's. And, like, everybody, like the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees used the exact same sabermetrics mm-hmm. that were able to help out the Oakland A's for a marginal, you know, one, two year period. Mm-hmm. And Oakland A's just ended up completely getting their asses handed to them for the next 16, 17 years. <laughs> it's like, uh, again. So it's like, yeah. Billy <laughs> Billy Bean went on to never compete for the pennant again because all of the richer teams. It's all, the about the, it's, it's all
1: about the story, dude. It's like it was just again. It's like if you're going to do a story, like like if it has like a good arc or it has like a good angle to it, they'll try to exploit it. That's the thing about that's the thing. It's like even though the company like Fox News as an entity is is like a really bad you. I mean, like this, like it's like this story was way too juicy not to pass up. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it is what it is, man. Yeah. Anywho, moving on, moving on. So uh, I mean, that's what that's why we have Twitter, so you can call them out for. <laughs> fucking, I'm I'm ready to go full black pill
0: fucking <laughs> Stalinism fuckers. Anywho, moving on uh, Freudian slip. (laughs) Um, So for best adapted screenplay though, we got Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, (laughs) Little Women, and the two popes.
1: Who do you see? Uh, You know what? Just first impression. First impression really is going to I'm leaning towards Greta Gerwig because like these headlines are like popping up. It's like you didn't get her best directing. They're going to like give this woman the award. <sighs> that is, that that's is, that. I mean, that's. I mean, that's hot. I mean, I'm going to uh, call it what it is. I mean, it's the same thing with Jordan Peele. It, it was like it's it's like it's going to be that same thing like they did with Jordan Peele. Is they going to give it to her? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. And she did good. She did a great job with the adaptation. God, I could you imagine? A fun- I, I, like I I'm thinking about watching it, uh, watching it this weekend or you know next few days. God, but- can you
0: fucking imagine if Joker gets it? Could you? fucking imagine.
1: I mean, you can download the screenplay. I'm reading it right now. Okay,
0: so bigger thing. Fucking Joker. 11 nominations. Are you you still trying to like... That's fucking impressive. I mean, like, Black
1: Panther was like, what? Eight? I think it was eight or nine? Eight. Eight. But 11, Reg.
0: 11 is like fucking like Ben-Hur territory. Yeah, that's... Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, so comic book movie. But again... Ben-Hur, like, Ben-Hur was an epic film. So, in terms of, like, you know, the like, a big sweeping movie, like, give me best picture. Like, I could see it on par with Return what, of the King, Titanic, Ben-Hur, like, what, these, what these, these it, mo- movies. Should, but should,
0: should we do a parlay and just, like, I I I, I have to look. I, w- I would put five bucks just for shits and giggles, a parlay if it gets... Eleven out of eleven. Just because I feel like that's the kind of society that we live in. I don't, in. I don't we deserve I, it. I don't. I don't, we, I we don't fucking see it. deserve an eleven Oscar-winning fucking
1: Joker movie. I do not. See we need it, Reg. I do not we see need that it. But we I'm Going for eleven. 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 Because, like, what are the categories of, like, what is, because uh, <laughs> the thing is, the uh, thing is, is you, you're, you're also competing, like, that movie's competing against 1917. If it wasn't for 1917, I'm thinking that Joker may have a shot for that, uh, like. But what know, if all the new people. Like, the new
0: fresh blood. What if that bites them in the butt? What if like all the new, like diverse people that they voted in are all just like no. fucking DC Snyder Cut mm. nerds?
1: Nope. You don't, you don't think so? No. Nah. <laughs> there's they're, they're so pissed off about Greta Gerwig not, not getting nominated so I don't think I uh, like the fuck is this I had a uh, fucking. I'm, that's what I'm saying it, it, it's like again parasite like parasite deserved the nomination uh like all this all these nominations but but uh yeah I could like <laughs> I mean <sighs> Like, who was up for directing? Like, I know, like, here's our director, guys. Like, Scorsese, Todd Phillips, Bong Juho, uh, Tarantino, and
0: Tarantino. Sam Mendes.
1: Sam, uh,
0: I'll, I'll tell you the odds in a bit. I'll tell you the odds in a bit because see, they're fun.
1: They're fun. See, but, um, I would see if the thing, like, is is this whole thing is is they did a great job with directing. Like, here's the thing with Todd Phillips, like for doing a throwback to a, uh, like a gritty 1980s, like movie, like, you know, it's inspired by King of King, the King of comedy and, um, and a taxi driver. He did a great job. If you gave so me the, $60
0: million and fucking Joaquin Phoenix as Joker, yeah. I can make it look just as much like a fucking Martin Scorsese movie as he fucking did.
1: And what's funny is if you download the scripts, like the first page explains what the fuck is going on. It's like, imagine like, <laughs> blah, blah blah blah. I shit you here. Does he actually
0: be like, okay, imagine we're starting with like Travis Michael, except shut
1: the fuck up? I, I, here, let, let me, let me, uh, damn it. Here, uh, it's fine. It's not a pause. No, 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 no. no. I, I have to read it for you. Uh,
0: we'll be right back after these commercial breaks. Okay, so not quite as cringy as I was expecting, but it does obviously demonstrate. The, I guess the inherent like simple approach that I, that I still have an issue with with the film, but you know what? I'm sticking with the parlay, Reg. So, (laughs) parlay, Reg, five bucks. We can make thousands, thousands. We can make thousands. All right,
1: all right, all right. We'll do the parlay. Like I said, because 1917. It is going to have trouble getting to that, that illustrious 11. Yeah, yeah. So, let's see. Unfortunately, any, it's not double nominated in any of the categories. Any of the goofy things.
0: Uh, best original song. We were bringing that up. Um, we got I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away from Toy Story 4. We got Love Me Again from Rocket Man. So, we're going to have Elton John yeah. on stage. That's another fucking guy. That I thought, especially because the Golden Globes, you thought that'd yeah. be a little indicator.
1: um Taron Ergerton. I mean, there's, 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 there's so many Shut act, the fuck up. There's so there's so many actors, man. Because like like some people say, like Eddie Murphy should have been recognized for Dolomite. Tentra, Ed, for for playing Alton job because he oh, he actually he, did his, he worked oh, his actually, ass off oh,
0: actually singing in a unneutered fucking interpretation of a you know yeah rock star wow wow i guess just putting butt teeth in and just being in a (laughs) fucking (laughs) self-serious version of rock hard you know with the most scattershot editing on the planet speaking of editing let's look at editing i mean because remember everyone loves because remember remember bohemian rhapsody did win editing last year even though it literally went viral you know how shoddy the editing was in that
1: movie so here's I think, the editing I'm trying to remember if I picked this uh, for editing mm, yeah, you,
0: you, you you picked Bohemian Rhapsody in one weird I think you knew exactly. that the sound yeah. you
1: you knew that it was gonna get the sound, sound. categories yeah yeah that was your editing. sneaky
0: that was your sneaky play because
1: editing but again like at the end of the day like, Green Book really fucked me over. Yeah. It like, like like, nobody's business. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, my, uh, I, like, I was also the bookie for my sister's Oscar pull in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the person that picked Green Book won it. Yeah. Because right, it's so like, yeah, we would we should have won it.
0: Here's what we got for film editing this year. We got mm-hmm. uh, Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, mm-hmm. Jojo Rabbit, Joker. There he is. And Paradise. Uh, I'm sorry, Parasite.
1: Parasite. Um, That's an interesting one. This is a tough one because I'm leaning towards Parasite or Joker. What I could see happening is Ford versus Ferrari getting it.
0: Because I think in another year, Ford versus Ferrari, which I've seen, it's it's a hell of an efficient, decent film. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of film that seemed like it was playing exactly to these kind of technical awards. Yeah. And I think I'm not confident that, I mean, let me Saint, see if it,
1: is really good. Like everyone's loving it. It isn't and sound then, editing. And, so if Ford versus Ferrari doesn't get sound editing, no, it, it's, it's 1917, 1917 is going to win the sound awards. Then I could see film editing
0: and it really depends on the edit uh, on the Eddie's. You know yeah. who sneaks through, but I, I I could see a scenario where Ford versus Ferrari mm-hmm. is
1: one of those throw a bone victors. I would mm, I would disagree with that because like there was a lot of there's a lot of heat uh, like within the academy because they because like the films that like I feel that everyone is really loving is they could give
0: it to my girl is, Belma.
1: She made the three and a half hour movie, and it'd be hilarious to, I mean, you know, give it for editing. I mean, <laughs> honestly, like that was is the best editor, but I think not the no. Maybe she people. she is a goddess of editing. It just
0: it would be charming. Where like you know, she already won it multiple times. I like, not
1: fucking give it to her again. She's a legend. Yeah. I she's mean, a she's, legend. But well, the thing is, she is a legend. But the thing is, is you you rely on the whole voting block. And, yeah. and they're and like, they've like, given they, this they, to
0: Thelma too many times.
1: Well, and the thing is, not, not that many people are digging the Irishman. And the fact that, and the fact that Marcus Corsese comments on the comic book movies. Oh, for fuck's sake. It's, I agree with them. So, but it also, so, look, so, so, you're giving
0: legitimacy. To my parlay theory that all the new Academy Award voters, oh, they, are oh the people, no, are, they're not going to give it the Joker. That that they're angry at Scorsese for no. insulting, insulting the MCU. How
1: fucking dare he!
0: <laughs> it's going to be revenge. They gave him eight nominations. I mean, it's going to be a blank out on Irishman.
1: Okay, so you go ahead and go on to Twitter with your cartoon avatar and you, you explain how Joker's going to all 11. Oh, Rich, I'm, if I
0: go... Uh, you have to be specific with cartoon, because if I go with an anime avatar, that means people are going to think I'm a libertarian who wants to sleep with a 15-year-old. Yes. Okay.
1: <laughs> Shit. Um, I mean... I mean, like, what? what well, but mean, even what a furry, else?
0: though, there's like, you know, there's like a Nazi furry faction now, right? Yeah.
1: It's a, it's you know, and Nazis are infiltrating everything. At this I know. point it It's sucks. like, like we can't have nice things. I'm sorry. You got shitty. You know, you got this small group of shitty people infiltrating everything, and. Pretty much running the fun for everybody.
0: Dickheads. All of them are dickheads. Anywho, but. I st- dickheads. But, anywho, to my theory that all of the new voters are Snyder Cut fanatics, I, I think they're going to have <laughs> revenge on Scarsese. Oh. So Scarsese will know <clears throat> and remember. What does Scarface have to worry about if the Joker does win out? He fucking produced the thing.
1: He produced, I mean, like, yeah, in name. But it's like, yeah, he's like, I don't give a f- Like, he's he's like almost 80. He doesn't give a fuck. Wait, what the
0: fuck? Bradley Cooper
1: produced the Joker? Yes. What the fuck? Yes. When did that happen? Like, he's
0: a producer. Like, he, like an executive producer. He yeah. would win an Oscar if this thing wins. Yeah. What
1: is Warner Brothers. Like he, like Bradley Cooper has been good to Warner Brothers, so yeah. Like he, you usually hop onto projects like that. I mean, say they with, like Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt won his first Oscar as producer, but Brad, uh, but
0: Brad Pitt though has like made a deliberate effort. Yeah, you know? like like he seems much more hands on with the different projects. And the irony is that he's been like one of the most prolific executive producers for like you know African American and. Yeah. Black, you know, lead, produced, mm-hmm. directed features of, like, the past. I mean, yeah. You know, so more power to him. But yeah. um, but it is one of those. Just Bradley Cooper, though. Like, he's going to be on stage if they fucking win this thing. Yeah. So Do you think he's going to piss his pants as a joke? <laughs> no, no. Fucking Joaquin Phoenix needs to go to the Oscars it's like and joke for
1: makeup. He needs to. See, I would give Wall him. King, uh, well, I would. Walking would be kind of the guy that does it because, uh, like, I don't know because walking. I don't I remember. I don't remember, I don't remember. I don't remember. It's Oscar speech when he won as uh, Johnny Cash. Like uh, he's he, but is somebody pulling like you know some outrageous antics? I can see him like. Like, you know, doing he could do like like, a brand or something. He
0: could kick me in the face if if he couldn't if like if there's a scenario where like, okay, Robert, Joaquin Phoenix will go in full garb as the Joker until the Oscars if he kicks you in the face. And before they would say kick you in the I would be like, tell me where to stand. (laughs) <laughs> Tell me what to stand. I would I would. We're dying for this moment. It's what if, if there's anything that I could get out of Joker, if there's anything that I feel like would have an actual real world impact by this fucking movie would be Joaquin Phoenix showing up. <laughs> Can you imagine if he yeah. brings like a fake gun? Please, God, God, it'd be beautiful,
1: but we're yeah. never going to get that moment. We're never I mean, going like, to get that I mean, like Ricky Gervais already already took a shot. Oh but- no! Oh fuck, Ricky. Fuck Ricky, yeah. Yeah,
0: I saw I saw that fucking thing it's I
1: mean
0: like, I saw, it was funny as fuck But at
1: the same time We're at an award show where you're
0: congratulating yourself all the time I'm gonna spend the next five minutes congratulating myself For not dealing with the haters on Twitter Even though I fucking block people on Twitter all the time Once mm-hmm. they call me out on my shit and it's clearly obvious that I always search my name on Twitter. So, Mm -hmm. for somebody that's so much against cancel culture, he sure loves blocking people on his shit. So, eh, fuck him.
1: Fuck him. Well, but again, I guess it gets more fuel to... The people there, there's, like, to all the cynics out there. That's what I
0: mean. He's thinking, like, oh, people are so sensitive. Look at the people that are saying that I'm standing up for free speech. And it's like, dude, because you're just. Because you're being such a shithead to these people that have created such a straw man. And it's like you you spent all of your speech saying, like, no politics. Fuck you. But then fucking half of your fucking shtick is being political. With, like, mentioning atheism, insulting cancel culture, and all this extra shit. And it's, mm-hmm. like, and it's, like, the moment that somebody would
1: try to take the piss out of you, hey, you just blocked them on Twitter, right, Ricky? I mean, that's why NBC paid them the big bucks. They, they wanted that you, controversy. You've seen? You've well, seen, well wait, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. Not the NBC, but the foreign press. Like... They, they they knew what they were doing when they when they brought Ricky but, Gervais on. But it's
0: just it's okay.
1: Quick rant. Yeah. Quick rant.
0: It is so fucking irritating, and it is such like it is a shtick that I honestly thought would be almost like a meme at this point, or mm-hmm. something where like Clearly, people would be able to recognize the grit of it. But you notice that the people that always bitch and complain about being canceled or being silenced and all that stuff still get the fucking Netflix specials, still get the fucking comedy specials. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll they come out with a comedy special with like duct tape over their mouth being like canceled or like triggered or like silenced or like you know pariah for society and it's like they keep fucking rolling with those fucking specials and they keep in their and like the moment that anybody has like just mild ass criticism about them mm-hmm. not even trying to cancel them just being like hey it's kind of shitty that you know y- mm-hmm. you're kind of using turf humor you know or hey it's kind of shitty that you know you're just Defending, you know, admitted sex offenders, and then like, oh, cancel culture is run amok. Now I understand that PC culture. I thought I was part of alternative culture, but now PC culture has attacked me. And then Netflix signs them for like a fucking three, mm-hmm. you know, three-year comedy special contract. Yeah. And it's just like it—it it, it is so. There's Obviously, a fucking grift, but it just keeps fucking
1: working for these shitty chuds. You know? Like, like no, no, to no this what, day. I mean, this, that's because you still got, like, a good chunk of the internet. Uh, like, people are willing to pay to see this shit, man. It's. But what it is, is that,
0: like, a, a lot of, like, what they perceive as canceling is yeah. really just, like, mild ass critique, where it's like, hey, dude, this is just basically the same. I identify as a helicopter joke that fucking, you know, bigoted shuds have been using for the past 15 yeah. years. It's not saying that we're canceling you. It's not saying that, like, you know, you're a bad person. We're just fucking calling you out for using the same
1: jokes used by even worse shitheads. But the problem is... They, they don't they're, they're recognize they're, that. No, no, no. None of them don't recognize it. But the problem... Like, the issue with it is... Is even... Even within... Even within, like, this whole cancer culture, there's no sense of nuance. Like, there's... There's no... There's no room Fucking for... I, there's, no, I, there's, no, I, I... there's no room for my critique. It's like, either, either... Either you're with us or against us. It's more tribal... It's more tribalistic online than people assume it is. I
0: understand there's aspects about that. But for the most part, in particular with the bigger profiled people, the actual consequences, the actual consequences that befall the people that are in power. Yeah. Right. Those kind of people in particular, them having the audacity to say that, like, there's some victim or pariah or something like that even though they go on to make some fucking pay tens of millions of dollars with this kind of shit i mean you know where it's like when i have to hear somebody like fucking jerry seinfeld say that he doesn't want to do college campuses because you know mm -hmm. oh they're too sensitive and it's like you know why jerry you don't go to fucking colleges because the women are too old for you that's why you know, you're not going to get a lot of 18 year olds at a fucking university you're going to that much. Sorry, Jerry. Yeah, you
1: know. <sighs> but again, like again, it's a grift. you know, it's a grift. All right, so being a grift, and for what it is, there is truth to it because again, you got Kevin Hart made made a shitty Twitter joke. He apologized really, for it. No. Well, did, did he? He refused he to refused apologize. We're doing gaslighting right
0: now. Ricky did the fucking gaslighting. Mm-hmm. The Academy approached Kevin and said, "Dude, just say you're sorry. You know, for your tweet about that. If your son turned out gay, you'd beat the shit out of him. Just okay. apologize for that." Okay. Kevin refused. To apologize. And the Academy was like, well, this is awkward. What do you want to do? And Kevin said, you know what? I'll just back off. So the Academy did not fire him. They gave him an opportunity to apologize. He refused to. And he himself backed away. And then what did he proceed to do? starring what multi hundred million dollar grossing films yeah no consequences for his career and the fact that i've had to hear from both dave Chappelle and Mm -hmm. ricky gervais that like there was some great sin done to kevin hart even though kevin hart himself was the one that fucking refused to apologize all he had to say was like hey sorry made a shitty tweet you know, I recognize mm-hmm. that it came across as really insensitive to people. You know, sorry about that. That's all he had to fucking do. I mean, like, but he refused okay, to do it he because f- he, wa- like, not he, that he wanted to grift, but, he did, you know, I mean, looking like, at other people that did the exact same fucking method, you know, just saying, just saying. Okay. I'm su- I'm surprised I Kevin mean, Hart guess- didn't do something like, you know, Blat. New special on Netflix. Again. Kevin Hart in
1: Blatt. <laughs> but you again, it's like I mean, like, Kevin... I mean, again, like... Again, I can make like a for, fake screen cap of that. Again, for, for Kevin Hart's... It's like... <laughs> Motherfucker trying I, to make
0: himself seem like... I don't... like. It's a whole thing. You know what? You know what? A a better thing is that, like, we ended up without a host anyways, (laughs) and we have an Oscars that doesn't have a host this time. And you know what? It turns out it might have been one of the better ideas to do with the Oscars anyways. It's like, fuck a host, fuck awkward gags, mm -hmm. just move on with it. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. But, yeah. It's a deep deep topic. I mean, like, again, it's just one of those things where... Where... The foreign press, like the foreign press, could have easily went to Ricky Gervais and like tell him, hey, you know, hey, apologize for like for the. Oh, term, it's seventy-eight you know, people. That,
0: it's seventy-eight journalists that yeah. want to get rich, famous people drunk. Yeah, I, I think I, I almost admire. The banality mm-hmm. of the foreign press with the Golden Globes, because I think like a couple years ago when it was just revealed that the foreign press is really just 78 people mm-hmm. who just really just want to invite, you know, the famous people yeah. to their gathering. And it's like, give them about two, three drinks in. Mm-hmm. Everybody's having a good time. You know what? I respect that. Mm-hmm. I almost respect it more. So the the,
1: the there's a shamelessness it that you can almost appreciate I mean, their shamelessness but it's been around for like how many years like 60 years
0: well it used to have legitimacy until people caught on to like what they mm-hmm. were actually doing because like everybody thought that like the foreign press association had like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of journalists mm-hmm. but then it turned out no it's just like this fucking small group of people which is which is great. I would love to just be able to, like, get like 70 of our USC people mm. completely start like a new awards thing. And just invite people to just completely smashed, mm. you know, like after every category is announced, you take a shot. Mm. I think I think we'd have an amazing time. So I mean, yeah. speaking of awards, so. Um, just before moving on to just like the initial odds and everything Uh, yeah so um, visual effects the one thing that they threw a bone for for Avengers Endgame it's the only category that the Mm -hmm. biggest film of all time is in Uh, Irishman, Lion King 1917 Mm -hmm. and Star Wars Rise of Skywalker 1917
1: 1917 Mm -hmm. you think? Yeah, everyone's loving 1917. We, uh, I mean, I it, when first man when first man won best visual effects, like it's just usually what the Academy loves, and I'm seeing a lot of love for 1917 as a film. You don't think that Disney mm-hmm. is gonna put is because gonna
0: they, put they, they already
1: they already they already blew their wad with uh, uh, with the Jungle Book. Yeah. And, yeah. like, nobody was loving The Lion King as much. Well, I think... Uh, like, like, like everyone, everyone called The Lion King out for of what it is.
0: An animated film, even though they refused to call it an animated yeah. film. But,
1: fortunately, that came to
0: bite them in the ass, which I'm fine with. And speaking of being bitten in the ass, um, Disney in particular. Yeah. Um, best animated feature. The interesting thing. Frozen 2. Mm-hmm. Nor... The Lion King, ended up popping in. Instead, we ended up with Toy Story 4, Mm -hmm. Missing Link, which got the Golden Globe. Yeah, Um, Our two Netflix duo, I Lost My Body and Klaus, Mm -hmm. both of those films you absolutely need to see. Please, please, please fucking Mm -hmm. see those films. And How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, was the surprise entry.
1: The problem is... uh I'm leaning towards Toy Story 4. Yeah. Because again, it's it's mostly it's widely known like in the industry compared to the two Netflix shows. I mean, compared to the two like the two films that were acquired by Netflix. Mm-hmm. Because while uh, while I lost my body is racking up of, like awards, like the prestigious awards that even got like uh, got like so much buzz from the Cannes Film Festival. Like I think that's where the buck stops. Um, because the Academy still sees the category as family friendly.
0: I would I would be ecstatic if um, Klaus or Missing Link won. Except I really like the is, story for is
1: Miss like like I should have won for either Couple of the two strings and Paranorm, or for those like, in my opinion, Paranorman, for like, Paranorman, Paranorman for sure. Fucking Brave won that year. Paranorman for sure yeah. should have fucking won that year. But again, it's you're you're looking at the Academy and like, like I'm seeing more people leaning towards Toy Story Four. Yeah.
0: No, it probably will, and I I won't be angry with that. I guess it's just. It it'd be great. It'd be great if one of those two were able to sneak in, or even I lost my body being a long shot. It's not happening, Reg. Yeah, I know and, it's not. happening
1: It's not happening. Like again, it's like like if if you really want to know, like what this are, is one of the you know, happen- like what like one of my favorite nominees like a while back was uh, Chico and Rita. Yeah. Like almost like eight years ago. Um, and it was like a really remarkable movie. I love the soundtrack to it, but it wasn't family friendly. It was an R-rated animated feature.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, Animalisa wasn't able to win in the year. And yeah. That, that was a whole indicator in its own way. So. Yeah.
1: It's adult-oriented and also stop-motion. So. Yeah. That's. Yeah. Well, anywho. So, yeah. at, at the very least, this is
0: one of the more uh this is one of the years where i'm actually happy with all five films represented you know mm-hmm. and we didn't end up with the scenario where like lion king would have pushed itself in and it's really shocking that frozen two didn't get in i know i know critically yes. people were like Man, but i mean you're still talking about a film that's like that's gone on to mm-hmm. be tech i mean disney I mean, will I mean, say it's the highest grossing and i mean it's made off Fuck ton of money. It made a fuck ton of money, but is it, a it is making a fuck. Is
1: making a fuck ton of money, but it didn't. It didn't beat uh, *Incredibles* two domestically. It's the same thing with *Joker*. *Joker* is for R-rated film. Is I think it's the highest grossing, but it did, still didn't beat *Passion of the Christ*. But *Passion of the Christ* is.
0: You, we, we could dedicate a whole episode to just like how that film was able to make it as much as it was able to, because that's that's one of those phenomenons that I don't think we're ever, ever going to be able to witness at the box office again. Period. Just yeah. no, no, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But I mean, yeah, yeah. Anywho, mm-hmm. um, moving on, uh, just as a capper to it, here are the initial odds Reggie? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the site that I have is sportsinteractions.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind enough to do entertainment odds, all that fun stuff. So here's what we got. For best actor, here are the odds so far. So mm-hmm. for $1, what the odds are is what you would get back. Yeah. So Joaquin Phoenix is eight cents. So if you bet a dollar you'd get $0. 8 cents. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that he is a front runner for it. Then it's Adam Driver at $7.15, mm-hmm. Antonio Banderas at $20, Leonardo DiCaprio at $20, and Jonathan <laughs> Price at 21. Hmm. So is you really so <laughs> on, on a scale of one to ten, do you, or just a percentage? Do you really think it's that much of a percentage that Joaquin's going to walk away with this thing?
1: Oh, he's a, he's already locked for it because, um, like Leo was like Leo was spectacular in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but. <laughs> But it's not as showy as Joaquin, like what Joaquin did in Joker.
0: It's fucking Oscar catnip. Like all the details about how he dislocated his knee, kicking behind
1: the yeah, dumpster. Yeah. You're you going to read all that shit. Yeah. I mean, like, he, I mean, like, Leo already did it before with the, uh, with the Revenant, how he was eating raw, like, you know, he, like, like. Except he, that was he, about. Carcats, I mean, it's like, like, how he pretended to sit in, uh, on the horse carcats. that and, and eating, that was like, about the raw wild, meat. That was about
0: the wilderness. But mm-hmm. you know what's harder than the wilderness?
1: No, what's harder than that? Society. Society is the, so, so, that hardcore.
0: Society is the true mama bear ripping the shit out of you. Hmm. you. You think what fucking Hugh Glass went through? Huge ass, more like it, went through <laughs> fucking nothing compared to
1: society, Rich. Nothing compared to All right, to you it. can keep talking about this society so, all day. Society. <laughs> Moving on, I mean, um, like, isn't it strange that we that things are getting a little bit crazier out there? Isn't it? Isn't
0: it? Isn't it weird how shit like that is? Reg, anywho, um, yep. moving on to best actress, um, we also have Renee Zellweger at a dollar and thirteen cents. Scarlett Johansson. So mm-hmm. interesting thing, both runner ups at the moment, odds wise, is both of our marriage story. Uh, marriage story people huh. you should see marriage story it's really great
1: <laughs> yeah i mean again marriage story like i feel i mean it's not exactly like kramer versus kramer but it's more like that it's more like that. Down to domestic yeah. film or am i like a little bit off um
0: it's it, it's a film that does a really great job of showing more of the i mean like there's the uh, there's the scene that's like been passing around where it's like them Mm -hmm. just like ripping into each other in the apartment Mm -hmm. but i think the film does a really really great job of kind of showing like kind of like the microaggressions that people do to one another even if they do love each other Mm -hmm. but know that a relationship is over and i think like there's a lot of moments that it really has like really hollowing moments. It's also a lot funnier in parts yeah. than you would anticipate.
1: Like there's some parts that are just like holy shit funny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But um yeah. I mean it's on Netflix, so I you know, I just have to kick you know sit it's
0: down it's going it. to be a toss between them. So and see, then Chalice I, Theron is $13, uh-huh. uh, Cynthia Erevo at 14 mm-hmm. and Renan at $23. Mm-hmm. So um, it's probably going to be Renee. I did yeah. see Judy. Have you seen Judy? I haven't seen Judy. Judy's a sweet film. Um, I think, you know, I even put this on my review um, in Letterboxd and everything. And my, my takeaway with Judy was... I wish that you know so much of the time, right? Like Mm -hmm. you can you can look at the Best Actor category where the people that the actors are working with. You Mm -hmm. know, you're talking you're talking about like I mean I'm not I'm not measuring Todd Phillips fucking with these guys, but still bigger kind of project, big money behind it. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver working with Noah Bambach mm-hmm. uh, You got Antonio Baderes working with Pedro. Yeah, Lee, he's been working on so, like for, forever. Yeah, Caprio working with fucking yeah. Tarantino. And even Jonathan Bryce with uh, Ian Noche. Mm-hmm. You know, still like prestigious positioned films. And, you know, with... Best Actress, it's almost like a lot of the times the person that ends up winning Best Actress are working in films that are really (coughs) just meant to be like a showcase. Mm -hmm. Like, look at last year. Everybody thought that um, Glenn Close was finally going to win. But the movie that she was in, The Fucking Wife, it's like the film only exists just so it's a showcase. You know, Mm -hmm. it's a shame because like you would you would hope that, like, a Best Actress would finally be able to be, you know, winning off of something Mm -hmm. that has, like, the grandeur, budget, ambition, technical, you know, prowess of what's always associated with the Best Actor category. And with something with Renee, it's like, you know, she does a great job. Um, The the film knows when to hold back just because Judy Garland's story is so ridiculously tragic in Mm -hmm. areas. And... I don't know i feel I, I i just wish i just wish one of these fucking things could not be so conventional you know for once mm-hmm. where it's like i can watch this movie and enjoy yeah. it for a movie
1: not just being like oh but she's great in it yeah i mean i mean like you just look at look at the films that they're like all the actresses are nominated for except for no two of them um oh. Yeah, two of them, three of them weren't even like weren't even considered for Best Picture. Yeah, yeah, like hair. Hey, uh, yeah, I mean, it, and it just it just all boils down to the like just the Academy and like just the movie industry itself. Yeah, where it's like they really don't give that kind of opportunity to like a <laughs> this, Best Actress figure. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, like Tom Phil's like fucking complaining about um, complaining about how. How like you know, like you can't do serious movies anymore. You have to do a comic book movie and we sneak a serious film into it. It's like, fuck off. I mean, like, you know, you got like an annotation of a, like a classic novel, which was like again, like, got like a ton say, of great reviews.
0: I hate yes, to be the devil's advocate, but he is kind of right. In the sense <laughs> where it's like, if he tried to do the kind of story that the Joker was which was done much better the previous year with you were not really here. Mm -hmm. I mean, you were not really here, even though it's Lynn Rimsey, Mm -hmm. you know, a really well-respected, you know, female director and just, I, I, everything that you think you like about Joker, that fucking movie does Mm -hmm. 10 times better. But that movie had to be low budgeted, you know, Like what? Maybe like four or five million dollars at most. Mm -hmm. There's no fucking way a movie like that is getting sixty million dollars unless it's a Joker movie. Yeah. And you know, but speaking speaking of directors, here's the current odds that we have for Best Director. Mm -hmm. We got Sam uh, Sam Mendes at one dollar and seventy four cents. Bong Joon Ho is at $2.96. Mm-hmm. Not that far back, odds-wise. Then yeah. we have Quentin Tarantino at $7.37, mm-hmm. Martin Scorsese at $7.61, and Todd Phillips is way back at $32. <laughs> he has the
1: biggest discrepancy like, with anybody. <laughs> my, like, so, here's the thing. like It's probably going to be one of those years where because so many people lo- is loving Parrot Sight, I can see it winning Best Director with yeah. the major awards. Best Director has the best shot at. Um, like It's already a lot for Foreign Film. Like You can, you know, Foreign Film, I can see it winning. Editing, um, but uh that be a hell of a takeaway i tell you so yeah like i said it, like it was like you know it it was like a really good film and and uh and it's you know, and like the funny thing is, it's like so many people are like really digging it and talking about it, and um, and it's like you know, it's an Asian import that that's like it's not a kung fu thrill, you know, it's not a kung fu movie, it's not dealing with like kaiju, it's like it's not a kaiju film, it's it's nothing like you see like Takashi Miike, like itchy, the Killer, or like these crazy like uh like crazy like thrill well, films. Like, well, what's interesting is that
0: it's essentially like one of the dramas that a lot of the recognizable, um, you know, Asian filmmakers, um, like the films that they did Mm. before they got famous, you know, shit like raise the red ladder and stuff like that, you know, like that kind of material, but then they had to do something that was more commercially recognizable. Mm. The fact that like, um, John Ho was able to do a film like parasite, And it's been able to get not just like recognition here, but internationally as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, as they said in the Golden Globes hey, if one inch of text is keeping you away from film, that's fucking on you. And hopefully, uh, I mean, that'd be really neat. Really neat if it works out. Now, moving on to best supporting actor, here's the odds for that Mm -hmm. Brad Pitt is at a buck 13. Yeah, he he's locked for that. Now, here's what's interesting with the odds. Uh-huh. Joe Pesci actually has better odds than Tom Hanks. Even though this is Tom Hanks, technically, his first nomination in 20 years. Mm-hmm. He wasn't nominated for stuff like Sully or... Cap- he wasn't actually nominated for Captain Phillips. Yeah. Like, I had to look up where it's like, really, he wasn't. And it's like, nope. He was not. So... Tom Hanks is currently at eleven dollars. Then we got Al Pacino, Solidarity, fifteen dollars. But then Anthony Hopkins at twenty two. So, mm-hmm. do uh, you know that the Academy does it sometimes with Best Supporting Actor mm-hmm. where they throw a bone? Um, where they throw a bone sometimes to, like, the older actors. And it's crazy to think of Tom Hanks as now, like, an older actor. But mm. do you think Tom Hanks could be able to pull the no. sneaky?
1: No. I mean, I can see because I think the reason why. Wait, does yeah, Brad Pitt never won? No, Brad Pitt never won. Fuck. Oh, that's why he's going to win. All right, he, never mind. That's, that's, that's the like, thing. He's already locked for that. Like, he, it, like he's, like, again, like, like, he pretty much steals those scenes from Leo like that's how fucking good he was in that movie.
0: Oh, I know, I know. Uh, what's funny though is that like his character is technically the lead in my mind more than Leo's character. So, I think I think Sony did some, you know, Oh it did some maneuvering just uh you know I
1: mean I could still I mean Where it's can, like
0: Brad Pitt wouldn't be able to win a best actor, but mm-hmm. he would and best support an actor.
1: No, but I mean like even then it did feel like a supporting, like it did because like because like the way like the importance of the characters in the film, you kind of like get the sense that Brad Pitt was mostly like a supporting supporting role than being the lead.
0: Yeah, and almost, like, i almost, like, wonder, um <laughs> like, who actually is in the movie more minutes than the other
1: person, you know? I mean, Judy Dench was able to win it just being in the movie for five minutes. She was. She was. But this is a weird case
0: where it's, like, you know, we, we've seen this, like, maneuvering before. Like, I think the most egregious was, like. Um, Jamie Foxx being nominated in supporting actor for Collateral, even though clearly, clearly Jamie Foxx was the was fucking a, lead in he Collateral. He
1: was, a, he was a lead in Collateral, but they didn't want it, it was, to get in the, the way. Mar- but it was marketing, but it was marketing towards like top, uh, it's Tom Cruise marketed, but also him
0: and Ray. You know, I'm pretty sure they thought, oh, we don't want to jeopardize Jamie Foxx's
1: you know, no. I mean, like, like. I mean, it was Tom like Tom Cruise was nominated for best actor? right? No, he
0: was not. He was not nominated. He not. was not. Which is why I think it was correlated with Ray because I want to say both of those movies came from Universal. Mm.
1: I want to say. Be, like, I, 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 I think it. Is, I think you might be right.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So. Maneuvering. Now, uh, to end this episode, yeah. you want to know you want to know what the odds are right now for best picture, because it is surprising. All right. Lay it on me. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood actually has the best odds right now at two dollars and 16 cents. Really? Then 1917 at three dollars and 63 cents, mm-hmm. then Parasite. At $4.56. Where do they have Joker at? Joker is the next one up at $9. So, the top three are actually
1: really, really, really tight. Hmm. All things considering. They're really tight, but the problem is is the preferential ballot. Because that's why I said, like, I can see 19... 19- oh wait.
0: If like, you can, if you could refresh yeah. us from because uh, I know you mentioned it last year, but yeah. if we could just reassess what the preferential thing is.
1: So, so when that is a how the Academy votes for Best Picture is mm-hmm. is a prefer preferential. So you have you know you have your selected films. You vote for you know you pick you know you slot them in at one being the best mm-hmm. nine. So there's nine nine being the worst. Right. So once they tally up the votes, they have to cross the center threshold, which is 50%. So to win best picture, you must cross the 50% of the entire academy. Mm -hmm. So if that doesn't happen the first round of voting, the top, uh, the bottom two gets tossed out. And that's when you look at the second, uh, like what they have at their number two votes. Right. You tally that up and then you add it on top of. Top of you know like whoever's you know like to like the other uh, ones in the winning right, and you still have hit to hit, you still have to hit fifty percent. You take up next two, and then you add their votes on top.
0: So the big so the big takeaway from that, folks, is that um, it's not necessarily the film that is ranked number one the most, rather which film consistently uh, consistently stays in the top closer five. closer. To one. So, for example, what probably happened last year, right? It's like, Green. you know, you may have had a bunch of people that put Roma at number one. However, having a bunch of people probably put Green Book at either two or three, mm. and there were just enough people that also considered Green Book number one that they were basically able to, you know, weigh those two threes for Green Book. In Green Book's favor. So yeah. in, in, in this case, I think what will hurt Parasite is that the people that like Parasite are going to put Parasite at number one. Mm-hmm. But I think the person that wouldn't consider Parasite number one is probably going to put Parasite at like four, five, six, while somebody that doesn't like 1917 for number one. You're still going to end up with a bunch of fucking people that are going to put 1917 at like two and three, you know, is what I feel like. Yeah,
1: that's yeah, that's why I was saying that it's like it may be the split. You know, it may, I'm looking at possibly split year where Bon Joon is going to win best director and then they're going to get best picture to 1917 because um, everyone's digging it. Uh I think Can you, know, you see the,
0: a weird scenario where like once a, upon a time gets screenplay and gets yeah. best picture?
1: I mean they, they're already gonna get best supporting actor. Um best supporting actor, best screenplay? Um the I think the only thing I could see it as as it's it's just depending on the makeup of the academy, mm-hmm. because you got people that are still loving that movie, but you also have some issues with it because you're talking about you talk about demographic wise. So you got like a lot of people that we, you still got like an older generation that still will will still take Quentin Tarantino, but then you got like a but if you bring in anyone that's like pretty much our age, you're going to get like a mixed bag because. Either, even though some people may like may like that movie, you are also dealing with the fact that a a is like it's Sharon Tate, it's the murder of Sharon Tate, and some people may not may have strong feelings about it. And then the whole Roman Polanski uh, thing, even though he's only mentioned a name, there's really no the there's hardly any scenes oh, with but him I, in I, it. I would uh, Reg, I would say that like for, for sure,
0: our generation though. Like, just, if you're a Quentin Tarantino fan, I feel like by default, you already have, like, some type of, like, we see, we'll, association with 1960s, 1970s culture, just because yeah. all of his fucking soundtracks are, like, deliberately from that era. Yeah, you know?
1: but, but like I said, but the problem is, is it's a... Re- like, spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie, it's a revisionist really history of the Sharon Tate murders. And you talk about, like, an older generation that like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's that's the thing. It's like, people, like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, people love movie in parts, but depending on how much you feel about that, like, how that movie ends, it's gonna, like, it's gonna, like, put that movie in, like, certain positions. But I feel like the... If if there's a movie of his
0: that is going to be able to connect with semi older voters while simultaneously connecting with people that have literally grown up with Tarantino, Mm -hmm. I think I think it could be a stealth win. And I think that the odds that, you know like any of the sites once upon a time at the moment is the front runner as -hmm. far as betting. So it's an interesting assessment just because like it it could be able to, the scenario you're talking about could happen. Yeah. Where John Hoon could win for parasite, but once upon a time walks away with best picture, best screenplay and a supporting actor for Brad Pitt. Finally.
1: Yeah. But the thing is you can't be in a good war movie. Yeah. So, that's true.
0: Like I, it's, I guess though, just because like we have Jesus is, Christ, we have three weeks. We don't even have like the five weeks to be able to like uh, have like a necessary build-up for any of this shit. So it's like nope.
1: So that's what I was saying. It's it's gonna be interesting because yeah. like 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 the people that makes money off the line like like doing these like these videos, podcasts, or articles about like. Who's the front runner? Who's all that stuff? They're like, oh, their guess doing? is like what <laughs> we're doing. It's like your guess is good as mine because, like, like, like because it's a bit of a shoot. I yeah, see. yeah, but, uh, but, like, like I said, the movies that I have seen, like the one, like the nominees that I've seen so far, it's like 1917. I could see it winning Best Picture. Yeah. Like I I would put I want to put a pass by it. Well you know, and then on top wrong. of that and then on top of that, people keep forgetting it's like not everyone in Hollywood is a liberal. Well, yeah, why do you think American Sniper came through? I mean Richard Drill still like got that nomination for Kathy Bates.
0: Well, because Kathy Bates is an American treasure and <laughs> you know she's 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 a sweetheart. She will do what she has to. But, um, yeah, and yeah, the problem,
1: like, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, there's a whole nightmare with that one. But, yeah, anywho, we'll uh, end end on a fun note. Uh, so once again, thank you, uh, so much for sticking with us. We have had a ton of tribulations that have been able to you know, get in the way of this, but, um, you know what, we have this mad rush to the Oscars and everything like that. But mm-hmm. you know, the thing that I'm most looking forward to do Doolittle. little, how, how much you think Doolittle's is going to do this weekend, rich $175 million budget. Um, they had to reshoot 80% of mm-hmm. the film. What do you think it's going to do over this MLK weekend?
1: Mm. I think Doolittle
0: made... Surprise. Okay, Reggie. Reggie is saying Uh, surprise hit. It's going to do Paul Blart numbers, everybody. (laughs) Like, how much did Paul Blart made? Paul fucking Blart, Reg, made $160 million domestically. $160
1: $160 dollars,
0: mm. Reg. I gotta man. Okay, we'll we'll end see, on this. We'll see, end of this note about right.
1: two thousand nine. So so here's something. Two thousand nine in January was
0: mm-hmm. the weirdest fucking month when it came to like box office because mm-hmm. you had Grand Tarantino. Yeah, no, Grand Torino. Grand Torino. and you also had Paul Blart and Taken. Yeah, you had these three inexplicable movies that all had like. They didn't
1: open big, but they had legs like nobody's business. So Dula doesn't have the. I don't think Dula will have the legs. Like it will have like probably a decent opening, but like, but I swear to God, if this
0: thing makes thirty million dollars for the three day or thirty or like forty million over the four days, I think, I think that is more of a testament to like. holy shit, Robert Downey Jr. can like, sell this shit, mm-hmm. but nah, nah, nah. I do want to see it, though. I've heard it's a disaster. <laughs> Which is appropriate, because the first Doctor Doodle was a disaster. So like it,
1: was, it was a disaster, but it still got nominated for Best Picture. It, it, it did manage <laughs> it to get... Go- like <laughs> Killed a giraffe, and they still won, uh, they, they still got nominated for our Best Picture. You know what's When funny? it was only five. You know what's funny? So the Academy considered it the top five
0: of that year. You know what's funny is that at the time, I think even newspapers took the piss out of it, where it's like, <laughs> like how we feel with certain movies nowadays, where it's like, really? That got fucking nominated? Like even yeah. back then, they were like, really? Dr. Dude got okay, nominated? Okay, so
1: let me. So. This is no 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 no. We'll, we'll no, talk no, about no, it no no, time. no 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 nah, I, no no no. All right, real <laughs> quick, real quick. No, I'm looking it up. uh So because it's a best picture nominee. Oh great! So now it points me to Eddie Murphy. No. <laughs> oh oh, I
0: I didn't know the Eddie Murphy one was nominated, but no, you no. know that was a weird year. That was <laughs> 1998, as you brought. Up uh, in a previous conversation that was.
1: Um, oh yeah, it won Academy Awards for Best Special Effects and Best Song. Talk to the animals. Talk to yeah, <laughs> Talk to, yep. yeah.
0: except except I keep thinking about fucking um, Chief Wiggum singing that in the fucking. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness!
1: Unbelievable! Uh, Unbelievable! Damn it. Who actually won that? Later, let's see. Uh, It's it's 1960 It came out in
0: 1967 In the heat of the night One that year Yeah Wait what Hold on Yeah Dr. Doolittle came out Fucking 1968
1: 67 So You gotta be fucking kidding It was going up against The fucking graduate Yeah Bonnie and Clyde The graduate Guess who's come to Jenner In the heat of the night And Dr. Doolittle Okay, as I said, <laughs> even at the time they were like,
0: What the fuck is this movie doing here? What the fuck is this movie like, doing Fox here?
1: Fox is like, Please get nominated so we can make our money back because they dropped so much. They dropped so much. No, money it almost fucking, fucking ban- bankrupted them.
0: It almost fucking bankrupted And then them. a
1: year later they came out with Plenty of the Apes and all was well with them for
0: a little bit. For a little bit. And then a decade later they got Star Wars anyway. So it all
1: worked out. Bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Uh, and so like, then to thought it's like like <laughs> to thought it's like, oh yeah, Star Wars not gonna sell. Like you were franchised the shit on the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> but like, it's like the same studio that franchises it. Like you got action figures, toys and all that stuff. Like at USC they had uh they had like a uh uh, like a display of like you know, paraphernalia, and like they like there's just like a ton of memorabilia of this, like this long franchise, sci fi yeah. franchise,
0: yeah. Well, anywho, so yeah. fun <laughs> stuff, fun stuff, excited for the season. So, thank you everybody for listening to us. Sorry it's taking a bit, but you know what? Uh, we're getting back on the saddle and uh, keeping you posted about all the fun shenanigans respectively. So thank you so much for listening. This is Robert
1: signing off. And this is Reggie. Good night, folks. Good night.